My name is Sharice Richards, and you're listening to the Root in STEM podcast, a podcast exploring issues and stories in STEAM education. On this episode of Root in STEM podcast, we explore the importance of Scratch as a learning tool for K-12 educators. My name is Sharice Richards, and I'm a senior digital skills educator with Pino Association. I've been here for almost going on my second year, and it's just my dream job. I love it more than words can say, and I'm just so happy to be here. For those who may not know or be familiar with what Scratch is, um, in the words of the co-founder Mitch Resnick, Scratch is a programming language and an online community. It's wonderful because it allows for creation of animations, interactive stories, games. Um, it uses a block coding structure and it really affords persons, I, I like to say, not only children because adults use it as well. It affords them the opportunity to not only think systematically, but to collaborate creatively, to really, really stretch your imagination and just do so many wonderful things. I'm I'm super, super, super enthusiastic about Scratch. It's 100% free and open source. I know it's utilized in over like 196 countries. There's over 70 plus languages. Um, Scratch is primarily, they say it's targeted towards the ages of eight to 16. There's also a Scratch junior. But oftentimes when we go out into the community and work with those little kitties, they are so quick to grasp um, Scratch. They don't even need to use Scratch junior. And when I was researching before, like starting the SEC, which I know we're going to get into later, the Scratch Educational Cohort, uh, there's over like 32,000 registrations per day. So it's, it's I would say, the number one globally used platform for graphical block-based coding. And in terms of uh, how educators can actually utilize the platform, how it's useful, there are so many different touch points that um, make Scratch great. So it allows for that that interactive storytelling element, creation of wonderful games, stories, commercials. Um, but it also allows educators the opportunity to play with their students. And so Pinwa Association, for those who may not know, Pinwa is actually a nuktitut for the, in, the word play. And so we are all about that creative element of exploration through play. And Scratch is that amazing learning-based educational tool that educators can often use. Um, It's great with regards to literacy. As we know, there's different types of literacy. There's um, also digital literacy, right? So we know that the more that you know, the better it is for you, especially in today's day and age. There are different types of languages and there are so many different programming languages. So Scratch is great in the sense that it really allows for um, sound and speech in terms of that connecting with community. Um, It allows for children to also look at things like systematic reasoning. Um, They can snap these. It's like graphical blocks. They're almost like little Lego pieces. And so I I was told that the word scratch, because the first time I heard it, I was like, what kind of a name is this? But I was told that the word actually comes from um, like disc jockeys who, you know, they they scratch (laughs) on the turntable. That's my impersonation of a disc jockey, DJ scratching. And so it has that element of creativity, 
Um, and then people who use Scratch were called Scratchers. But you can also remix because Scratch has that wonderful uh, element of collaboration where they have that agreement with Creative Commons, which is the largest nonprofit that allows for sharing of licenses and things of that nature. So it's very useful for educators who are looking to teach their kids or their or their students fun um, ways of learning various forms of of programming, literacy, or just that whole overall usage of imagination. It's it's not overwhelming either. So there are various ways that educators can learn how to utilize the platform. One of the things that I, I really, really am thankful for is that as we go into community and we come in partnership with uh, different persons and they express the need for support, whether it be more workshops or just things that, you know, they may want to do at home with their little ones or in the class as an activity, there are a lot of different ways that you can get support in learning to utilize the actual platform. And this is also why it's so wonderful to be in partnership as well with the Scratch Foundation, because they also do provide um, firsthand advancements or, or resources to people who are a member or to the partners that are a member of the Scratch Educational Cohort. But my simplest suggestion for the educator who feels, you know, I may be overwhelmed, I don't know where to start, that's the beautiful thing. You don't know where to start, right? And so because Scratch is all about play, you just play. You open up the application. As I said before, it's free. There are a lot of different platforms where you either have to purchase software. And so you really have additional barriers to access. But it's so beautifully designed to allow or to afford persons the opportunity to just utilize the technology or to utilize the platform without any barriers. Scratch is, in my opinion, the perfect platform for persons who may not have access to internet. It just in terms of its design, there are so many different things that allow learners to still be able to utilize the platform. So say, for example, there's a downloadable um, app that you can use. And in terms of persons who sometimes don't have access to technology, it's the sad thing we all have heard of the digital divide. Maybe we, ha we haven't all heard of it, but we do know that there are communities where for whatever reasons, um, persons don't have access to either internet connection or um, the actual digital or the, the technological devices. And so the thing that I think is just so amazing is that the Scratch Foundation, I know their vision is to spread, it's like, quote unquote, to spread creative, caring, collaborative, equitable approaches to coding and learning around the globe, around the world. And then in terms of Pinwell, our Pinwell Association, our uh, vision, we want to have vibrant, connected communities where everyone can achieve their potential everywhere. So as I mentioned before, we go out into those communities. Oftentimes we had the steam bands. We were on the mobile, um, on a mobile road tour recently where we went like to all the, the libraries in the Kawartha Lakes. And sometimes we, we come in, you know, a conversation, come into conversation with parents who say, well, where we live, it's a small town. We don't have access to internet. 
And then before you know it, after the first workshop, they contact us back. They find a community center. We bring that Wi-Fi hub, that connectivity. And sometimes we even bring the laptops because we can do that as well. Um, and then we get going, you know. So it's it's the perfect it's the perfect um, platform because it is open source. And as I mentioned, it's free, right? So you don't have to really worry about paying for those additional things. Once you start scratching, it's very, very easy to get hooked. And you oftentimes see that parents say, I just don't know much about programming. I just don't know. Or even sometimes young learners, people really have sometimes a preconceived notion of what they believe um, they need to have in terms of skills already prior to utilizing many platforms. But the great thing about Scratch, they have something called guiding principles. And so if you think of Scratch as a room, they would say they have low floors, wide walls, high ceilings. And so the low floors is representative of the fact that it's easy to use. It's easy to climb. There's there's no real barriers there for you. Um, in terms of wide walls, that's mean, that means there's vast room for creation. So in terms of games or animations, interactive stories, you should be able to conceptualize and create things just that are out of this world. And oftentimes we do see, you know, grade one students creating like little mini digital stories where it's just amazing. You could see the shyest students sometimes who, when you look at their digital story or what they've tinkered in the Tinker Studio in Scratch, it's amazing. And then that guiding principle that has to do with high ceilings, meaning that you're able to create and conceptualize complex projects. So in terms of affordances, it allows educators, learners, just people overall, um, it, it meets you where you're at is what I'm trying to say. I oftentimes get excited when I think about all of the uh, the amazing learning experiences that I see. And there are so many times I see learners who get so enthused because they're able to not only feel represented, but they're also able to use um, a platform such as Scratch that really is inclusive of their their culture or their story. So the, the wonderful thing in terms of being a part of Pinot Association and working here is that I see so many wonderful examples of that. So, for example, there is uh, the Inuktitut digital literacy game engine that comes to mind. It's a host of three games where we were in partnership with the Nunavut Literacy Council. There's a teacher's guide of curriculum that also persons can can use as a point of reference where there's so many wonderfully designed um, concepts and and tools that people can use to support them when they're using these games. One that I can think of is the um, syllabic matching games where there are three sprites and a sprite is a character within Scratch and there are matching pictures and students can click on a word and then click on the animal or the sprite that they think it matches with and then the game can make the connection. It's a powerful thing to see someone's face light up when they feel that their story matters because it does. Also, there's the syllabic spotter where um, there's characters that that are in the actual scratch game. 
And then there's arrow keys on the keyboard and it directs you to be able to use the particular character um, with the right script. And then there's the animal game announcer where students can practice their pronunciation. So this, these are just examples of how when we talk about literacy and all of the different touch points that are so important that, you know, learners can actually use these platforms in creative ways where they're not only being facilitated, but they're also able to have meaning making take place. So it's so important when when I say meaning meaning making, that's the concept of persons being able to take things that are relevant to their world and, you know, share whether it's socially in conversation, but you have that learning experience when it's an exchange of um, collaboration via via conversation or just by being able to actually utilize games such as these. So it's a powerful thing. Those are some examples that come to mind. So we have an amazing, it's a wonderful resource, um, which is the Teacher's Guide and Pinwa Association. We made this in partnership with the Nunavut Literacy Council, and it's a phenomenal resource. It, this collaboration um, resulted in this this resource that touches on Scratch is a learning tool. It talks about Scratch basics, um, teaching and learning Anuktitut through games, as we talked about for off before, oftentimes underrepresented communities, especially in Indigenous communities. We know, you know, there are so many rich um, stories or oral traditions that we see, but this is just another way to uh, a treat, achieve a learning experience. And this really supports educators with that. So you look at things like the game studio, um, learning through interactive story games. It talks about how the benefits can be, you know, creating fun and enjoyable, enjoyable games. And it really supports educators with being able to use Scratch as a learning tool. So we know that when we use it, we're able to realize how accessible it is. Um, for sharing multilingual and interactive stories and games. But when you go through this resource as an educator, it's going to support you with learning the Scratch basics. It will talk about, for example, the the project stage where, you know, your sprite is, which is the character. It will talk about how you can access various backgrounds, um, the different block categories or commands in Scratch in order to be able to get your your character or your sprite to look a certain way, to move. Then you'll learn about the coding area where you can put all those little puzzle pieces together to tell that story that's going to create the end result that you want. Um, so it's it's an amazing resource. I highly recommend it to educators, not only just in the North, but in a global context. As we As we talked about before scratch is used globally and this is something that i can see there's a need for in so many different communities it's an amazing resource i highly recommend it sometimes you may think i'm just one person i maybe i just love to play video games or i just love to teach or i just love to learn but you don't realize that just like scratch is a puzzle of pieces coming together in order to create a beautiful story, we too have that same connectivity, right? So we know that there's connectivity with internet connections. We know that there's connectivity in terms of connecting the puzzle pieces in Scratch. But there's also, I believe, connectivity in terms of our 
our goals, our our purposes. We we all want to be able to provide a living for ourselves, to feel included, to learn and to matter. And so the thing that I can say is just go ahead. There's there's nothing to lose and and so much to gain. For more knowledge and stories from STEAM professionals, check out the Root and STEM magazine at pinwa.com or more episodes of the Root and STEM podcast, available to download on your streaming platform of choice, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google.